For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty, bitty podcasts. A podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. Very sorry for the beginning of that jingle. It's Doge, and I'm not going to apologize for anything anymore. It's Jordan, and I don't even remember it. <laughs> uh, guys, how many, just off the top of your head, there's been a lot of rumors about the new James Bond, right? Daniel Craig's yeah. final James Bond stint is it's over. It's almost over. It's officially over. Production's done. He's no longer James Bond. How many people do you think have heard rumor around replacing him? At least three. Yeah. So currently there's 12. Oh, wow. 12 different. Charlie Hunnam was just added very recently. No, thank you. I like nah. him as Jax Teller and none else. Okay, Swing so can we miss? Can we go through these a little bit, and let's go ahead and make the pick. I know that you yeah, know, we'll yes things, or pass it. We'll yes or pass it, and then when, when we get from there, we'll make our final decision. Because what's great is the success of two chunks is probably even better than most people think. Because we we did just get a call from it just said on my phone the movies. And yeah, the movies mm, called. Yeah. They're letting us make the call on this. Uh, yes or pass? Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. Yes, big yes. yes. I would agree. Henry Cavill. Pass. I think he could do it. I don't want him to. Yeah, I pass. Yeah, I think he could do it. Pass. I don't want him to do it, though. Tom Hardy. Yes. Pass, actually. I'll go ahead and yes. He moves to the next round. Tom Hiddleston. Pass. Yes. Wow. Didn't even think about that. I, too, will yes. Uh, we have Richard Madden. You familiar pass. with this? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know who that is. Pass. He was, yeah, he was one of the uh, Starks. Rob Stark. Oh, 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 yeah. It's a pass for me. Michael Fassbender. Ooh. Yes. Yes, I think. It's a yes for me as well. Luke Evans. Pass. Pass. It's a yes for me. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so now we're down to, here's who we majority yassed on. Idris Elba. Tom mm-hmm. Hardy, Tom Hiddleston, Richard Madden, and I was the only one. No, I didn't. We said Michael Fassbender, so we're down to five. To redo, uh, I need a top three here. Okay, who are you, who are you willing to first eliminate? This is Richard Madden. Hang on, hang on. Have they not already confirmed that there is a new 007? So there Isn't is Lashana Lynch. The, the strongest rumor is the the woman. Who's in? I mean, it's like confirmed from Harper's Bazaar, like IndieWire, The Guardian, MovieWeb. Confirmed. Everyone con- is, it's confirmed, confirmed. Because everyone it was is tease. reporting that as confirmed. As Breaking of five news. Days ago. What a great announcement. We have <laughs> a new James Lynch? Bond. Yeah. We have decided as two chunks 
that we will have it be her. Yeah. Well, that's great. And who is it? Lashana Lynch. She's uh, the new 007, but she is not James Bond. Right. She will not be James Bond. She will be the new 007. So uh, is, it, it is confirmed then that from here on out, it's it's 007 movies and James Bond dies with Daniel Craig? I'm not sure. Wait, she's in No Time to Die, though. Right. Yeah. And apparently the mantle is being handed to her of Dan- Cranial Dag is going to be out and she's going to be 0107. Gotcha. Maybe. I don't know, gotcha. guys. I just, I don't, I don't write the news. I just read it. I, I could be wrong. Right. We've seen several 00 agents in the James Bond movies, but saying you are yeah. 007 is saying you are replacing his slot. Sure. That's very interesting. Well, maybe she's Bond great. Will I be love Lashana Lynch. I think she's great. That's a, I think it'll be good. Yeah. I don't I really know that too. I know her. I don't from know her well. Much. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that I know her very well. Same. Same. I don't know her very well, but that's been done for us. It's exciting when stuff happens live, right? Live. Like we're recording oh, it right now, no matter where you are. Even if you listen to this again, we're still, we're doing it again. We just did it twice. Yeah. It's pretty So magic. she's the fighter pilot in Captain Marvel. Oh my gosh. Oh. She's great. Oh. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that Brie Larson uh, adjacent things are coming up right now because our second half of the DCOM series is a Brie Larson sob story. That's a tease. Yeah. We'll yes. That later. It really is. Swings and misses. We, Swings and misses. <laughs> You know, hey, it's it's a it's a come from behind story. Um, <laughs> I I have a new. Do we want new game for me, uh, listeners? Chunkies, I've been teasing these uh, gentlemen the last few hours about a new game that I've come up with. Hopefully, I haven't given it too much hype. Do we want to jump straight into that, or do we want to ask a very important question that Doge can help us with? What do we want to do? First? No, let's I'll do let the new choose. game. Let's do the new game because we're going to be bad at it, and then we'll okay. end on a positive note. I don't think you're going to be bad this. at it. I don't think you're going to be bad at it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if bad is even defined yet. Maybe we'll find out See, what bad you is. You said that about the like extra hard version of extra credit that you made. Do you remember no. the one that was like extra credit, but worse for us? Yeah. Credit, <laughs> line. credit line. Credit line. Yeah. Things come and go. You know, I, I think anytime you see anything like if it's a uh, documentary about something that ends up being incredibly famous and lucrative, it's always like, well, there were lots of misses, but yeah. Or like a snow cone shop. They, I feel snow like co- they always pop up and go away within six months. Yes. Yes. That kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> what I have for you, there's special feelings here. I, I think some of our biggest hits have been extra credit, uh, Synops Us, Rumpelstiltskin, uh, Rank You Very Much, uh, In This Corner, we, we've done a lot of fun things on this here pod. Uh, what I have for you today gave me a feeling <sighs> something <laughs> happened and it just felt right. This game is very simply called Movie Golf, okay? And okay. Uh, the tagline is important. It's called Movie Golf, Lower Score Wins. Uh, here's uh, what we're going just to like do. Re- just like real golf is called golf, golf lower score, score wins. wins. Right. Colon. Lower score, lower score wins. Yeah, it's not a complete ripoff. Yeah. It's not a Felice Navidad sitch, but adjacent. <laughs> so, movie golf. The way this works is uh, how it will begin is I'm going to give you an actor, okay, and we're going to go through their movies. And what you're going to do is is uh, there's a couple of different courses. Rotten Tomatoes is a course. IMDb is a course. We're not going to play on the IMDb course today. I'm going to give each of you. Uh, you cannot go over. 100. Okay. And here's how this works. 
I'm going to give you a movie from this actor, and you have to guess as closely to what you feel like the critic Rotten Tomatoes score was. Okay? And this is a competition. You both will lock in, as we often do in these games, what your guess for that percentage was. We keep going until somebody uses up their 100 points. Okay? So whoever busts first... Uh, it is in rounds, so everyone like if if it goes to six and we've played six holes, uh, that that means that you know Jordan would still have to play that hole if Doge has gone over. Just as long as Jordan can stay closer to the one hundred, he wins. And if somebody busts and the other person stays lower than one hundred, lower score wins. That makes sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Ready for movie golf? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I thought no better way to kick off a game that I had such a good feeling about than with the great Eric Von Denton. Yes. So the very first time we're going to play movie golf is with Eric Von Detten movies. Uh, and I'm I pulling up my phone <laughs> to keep score. Uh, Jordan, because this is your muse, I'm going to let mm. you go first. Okay. But our first movie that we're going to guess is uh, his role as Sid in the classic Toy Story. Remember, we were trying to guess what the critic rating of this movie was. And- if I used, so if I were to guess a high number, all of those are gone and I only have a certain number left that I can use, right? Uh, no. So say you were to guess, say we had some random movie that these, the critic rating was 50%, right? Right. And you said 73. Right. And so Doge said 62. So at 73, you were 23 off. Doge was 12 off. His score is 12. Oh. Yours is 23. Gotcha. I'm gotcha. The closer, that the better. Sense. The more I'm consistently you can be close, the lesser your score. I'm with you now. That's feel excellent. It? Okay. <clears throat> yep. You feel it? Okay. I feel it. I okay. can feel it. We begin <laughs> I with can story. feel it. And I can see this game. Part of the fun of this game is I can foresee it being pretty ruthless. Because it can mm-hmm. straight, it can go straight into prices right mode when we get into later yep. rounds if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. But Jordan, you do go first, and I will I give do go you first. Toy Story. We're gonna snake it. So the next round, Doge will go first, so that it's not Fair. consistently some kind of disadvantage. Jordan, what is your guess for the Rotten Tomato score of Toy Story? I'm gonna go with eighty three percent. Doge, I'm gonna go with ninety seven percent. The Rotten Tomatoes score was 100%. Whoa. Whoa. For Toy Story. With a guess of 83, Jordan's score is 17. With a guess of 97, Doge's score is three. Mm-hmm. And so now we go to the next Eric Vonda, and we'll just keep going until someone has uh, busted over that. They've used up all of their 100 points, okay? Great. The Princess Diaries. Hmm. 74. 79. Don't price is right me. <laughs> so we've got 74 for Doge, 79 for Jordan. Mm-hmm. The tomato meter score from critics was 48%. Oh, wow. It was a rotten movie. Wow. That's actually shocking to that's me. That's pretty surprising. Uh, Jordan's was 79. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that adds 31 points to Jordan's score. Jeez. Putting him at 48. Doge's mm-hmm. guess was, remind me again? 70, 74. So 74. That's 26 added to his three. So jo- Doge is winning with a score of 27 to Jordan's 48. 
our next 29. 29. I have 29. I thought you have 27. I had three. He has 29. I had three on the first movie. And then you guessed. And then I was off to 26 on this one. Uh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 29. That's nice of you. Jordan is losing uh, 48 to 29, but Jordan, it is your guess first, and we are going to do Toy Story 3. Okay. Okay. 96. 96 for Jordan. Doge? 92. Jordan makes up some ground. It was 98. Ooh. On Rotten Tomatoes. Jordan only adds two to his total, going up to 50. Doge adds six to his, going up to 35. Next movie is Brink. Jordan goes first, and we're going to use the audience score because for some reason, critics didn't get to this one. <laughs> Wait, I thought I'd go first. Oh, yeah, sorry, Doge, Doge, Doge first. first. Audience score, Doge goes first. Audience score for Brink. Audience score. See, that's tricky. 81. Hmm. I will say 70. 81 to 70? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our actual score was 76. So Doge adds five to his. Wow. I was just barely closer than you. What the heck? While Jordan adds six to his. Still a close score, 56 to 40. Uh, he has, so Eric Von Detten had additional voices in Hercules from our Disney Dozen series, the 1997 Disney movie, Hercules. Okay. What was the critic score for Hercules? Jordan, you're first. Um, I'm going to go 88. 76. The score was 84. Oof. 84%. So the score now is Jordan 60, Doge 48. This is close. Y'all are good at this game. So you thought you might be bad. You ended up being so good that I am, we are digging deeper than we ever thought we would have to. <laughs> My first couple swings were not great. For Eric, for Eric Von Detten. We might even have journey to, to the center him. of the Eric Von Detten. <laughs> journey to the center of the Eric Von, De- Von Detten. Um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to leave Eric Von Detten. No. What is an actor that we want to jump into? How can we, we stay just, in? <laughs> Sam Horrigan plays Val in Brink. He did one thing. Uh, we could do... Uh, we could do the little sister who's in every decom. Uh, I believe she's only in two. The, the two that we're mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about next week. That's funny. Mm-hmm. She beat Brie Larson both times. Yep. Yikes. <sighs> Let's do Zach. Let's do Efron. Yeah. Okay. Zach. What's that? Zach, Zach Efron, little tease for next week. Zach Efron, and uh, remember our score is 60 to 48, where we're 12 points within each other, low score wins in movie golf. Let's do uh, Zach's uh, role as Fred Scoob. Fred Scoob? Fred Jones in Scoob. <laughs> They're related. Hey, that would not have been that far-fetched for that movie. No pun intended. No, it wouldn't have fetched nice. Scoob. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Uh, do I go first or do you, Jordan? <laughs> you go first, uh, Doge. Scoob on Rotten Tomatoes. 41. Mm. I'm going to say 58. It was 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Jordan's score is up to 70 with Doge at 55. Let's do Baywatch. (laughs) Mm. Okay. I should have known y'all were pros at movies. 
<clears throat> I've been thinking of starting a podcast about it. It's my, I, I go first, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38. 70. 70? For Baywatch? You're out of your mind. The score was 17 percent. Oh no. So oh, no. The final score with Jordan's comeback win <laughs> is Jordan. Oh no. Jordan barely makes it at 91. <laughs> two doges 108. Oh no. We had a 53 point uh error on Doge Oof. with Baywatch. I think I think I'm beginning Oof. to understand the dynamic and how how this game might work. I need to oh. throw in movies that are a little harder to predict. <laughs> but uh that was m- movie golf. Did you forget that it was critic golf? score? I just thought they would be like, it was fine. Critics? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah. The next time, uh, the next time we play, we might change courses and go over to IMDb. It's not a 100 point game on IMDb. It's a 10 point game. Um, oof. but oof, oof. that was fun. That's our our first taste of movie golf, and Jordan has never lost. Guys, do you see? <laughs> do you see what I'm holding right here? It's a box. Do you, can you guys see? I'm gonna just kind of tip it up for you. I'm sorry. What's in that? What's tissues? What? What's in What's in the box? Welcome to what's in a box. Um, <laughs> the pause, I hope we leave in because it's just you like <laughs> placing down that tissue box. Welcome to what's in the box, guys. Glad to be here. Glad we, glad glad we made here. it here. The oasis in the middle of the sun-baked desert in which we find ourselves. We're going to be answering listener questions. Um, and if you're a listener uh, and you follow us on Instagram where we usually have you submit these questions, you'll know that some of these are not that recent, uh, aged to a fine vintage, and they're a few months old. Uh, but we hey, think qu- they're taste- questions are ageless, right? Just uh, as good Socrates, when we crack Socrates. the lid off. Yeah, he did say <laughs> exactly. that. Um, and, and this first question comes from Instagram user called Ren Andy Travel. And I do want to, I picked this one for this segment because I think it's a story that we have not yet told on the podcast. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to designate Jordan. We're all your grandchildren. We're sitting on your lap. The question says you order a custom pizza. What toppings do you pick? And there's a, oh, a pretty boy. substantial foundational <clears throat> element of two chunks lore. that's tied to this question. Jordan, do you want to, do you want to explain to people exactly sure. what our pizza choices are? Sure. Certainly. I'm struggling to remember I, three of the four. Uh, was it chicken or pepperoni? Pepperoni. Oh, it was bacon. It was pep- no, I know. There was but pepperoni there was also and bacon. I couldn't remember if it was yeah. chicken or pepperoni with that. No, it was bacon, 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 pineapple. And the other one was pineapple, 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 bacon. Oh, we all I wrote down I, our top two. To- I don't remember it that way. I don't remember it that way either. You guys. I remember, it as, I remember it as pepperoni, bacon, bacon, jalapenos. And pineapple. There was definitely pineapple on it. And pineapple. You guys. This is one of those classic first date stories, though. So let's back it up. Let's back it up. It's the thing where I insist my shirt was untucked on our first date, (laughs) and Jessica's like, no, it was tucked in. It wasn't. Uh, And now that's in audio cement, so it lives forever. There's no way you would tuck your shirt in. Come on. Come on. You're my roommate. We did just get word from Adam that I'm right. So Carter, you take the lead then. Here's what I do Because so far, all we've done is yell pizza toppings at each other. 
it, everything's a blur after, and I'll tell you why. Because it was in the middle of something spectacular happening. This was our mm. first night recording with me recording as a two chunks host. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were recording mm-hmm. uh, uh, crazy, crazy stupid, stupid love. love. Yeah, and it was a lot of it was just kind of planning ahead. There was still a vibe that I what I was not totally sure that this was going to always be this way. So there were some nerves. Um, I'm told you don't hear it on the episode. I've only, I don't know if I ever listened to that episode cause I was too nervous, <laughs> but we did decide to order some, some za, uh, and we, yeah, we, we put together our favorites and came up with this. And for some reason, I think it was honestly just the environment of being excited about this new season that we acted like, or it either was the best pizza we'd ever had. Mm. It's I, because it was mostly unanimous. Like it was yeah. a blind, a blind list, and we ended up all picking the same favorite pizza toppings. Like face just, confirmation that it was meant to be. Exactly. I'll, I'll, yeah, I yeah, always yeah, yeah. want pineapple and some sort of peppers on every pizza I eat if I can make it happen. So all yeah. I know is I just is, I don't recall pineapple on there, but maybe it's because I picked. My maybe mom. it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. No, it was on there for sure. Because I wouldn't have been excited about it if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember uh, multiple bacon toppings being there pressed. was bacon. It was definitely bacon, bacon at least, and there yeah. was jalapeno. I know for sure. Other than that, well, it's and up that's in the year. this is all leading us to an exciting announcement. We're super pumped to unveil the two chunks meal uh, at Domino's. You can call and order the two chunks meal, and it's going to be exactly what we get when we order Domino's. Uh, the next question. It's just sad. It's a grab bag. It's one of the three things we think we got. (laughs) The next question comes from at Maximized Media on Instagram. Uh, And they've written, do you let movie ratings, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, etc., impact your decision to watch the movie? Have we answered this question before? On the podcast or in my normal life? Have we answered this question on the podcast before? No, I'm, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever discussed this. I don't think we have. Because I I would say for the podcast, there is nothing outside of would it be fun to talk about that impacts yeah. whether or not we watch it. In my normal life, though, I will definitely say that I have chosen to take a skip on a movie because it got poor ratings. And I have definitely chosen to take a chance on a movie I otherwise would not have because it shocked me with its high ratings. I think ratings are pretty important in deciding what to consume. Yeah. Ratings are influential for me. I would say that an outlier for a poorly rated movie would be one that has one of my allegiances involved, meaning my favorite actor ever or one of my favorite directors. It would be something that I would still want to see just to decide for myself. Sure, totally. I mean, Um, you look at like Annihilation has like a 6.2, but it's very, very good. Yeah. I would also say another allegiance at this point is uh, MCU has made me so happy for so long I will see all of those movies in theaters until I am consistently let down, I think. I agree. Yeah. I agree uh, but outside sure. of that, no, Jordan, that's right. I think the, the better story for me, the biggest influence has been uh, how it has made me go see movies I wouldn't have rather than the opposite. Totally. Yeah. Which has been yeah. re- really cool. Co-signing everything you guys said. Y'all said yep. it better than I could. Uh, Instagram user at Willie Neat Pictures writes. <laughs> that's a really good name. <laughs> It is a great username. Uh, if y'all could write the plot for another movie, and I'm assuming that's referencing the fact that we've already written Felice Nummy Dad. Mm-hmm. If y'all could write the plot for another movie, what would the genre be? Oh, I just had this thought uh, after watching DCOM. Uh, it would be a sports movie called Championship. 
about a team that is just sort of going after a vague championship of some kind, like never really specified, like never really specified, like what they're competing in. Just like the big game is this weekend, you know, the quarter semi regional finals. And they're always like sweaty in a locker room, but you never see them playing an actual sport. Yeah. You don't really even know what sport it. it is. Like, there's hockey gear around, but there's also tennis rackets and, and like, you know, that kind of thing. And love it. The whole, the whole thing is it's a bottle episode of a movie and it's just repeatedly after games as they increase their closeness to a, a never, a never occurring championship game. It's like a gritty coming of age drama. Yeah. Uh, sprinkled with some, some romance and puppets, I think. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been really, really into miniatures lately like watching YouTube videos of people that have built these giant science fiction cities in their garage out of like old shoe boxes and then oh, run a little camera awesome. through them and like composite right. them to look, to look huge. That's amazing. Uh, science fiction for me, which is not a surprise to anybody on this call or anybody that knows me that's listening, but science fiction, hands down. Yeah, mine would be like fantasy dark comedy because I kind of want to do something that I don't know has been done very much, but I do have a deep love for a really morbid comedy. And I want it to be like uh, uh, one of the things I love about Forrest Gump is somehow it credits Forrest for doing so much, like having this massive influence on society that nobody knew about. Yeah. Yeah. And so that influenced me to have this idea of this guy who just stumbles upon, like he, he grew up, he grows up in this super blah kind of fantasy type town where everybody's amazing, but he knows deep rooted, like these are awful people and they're not saying it, but he stumbles upon some opportunity to, to train people how to be bad just for the sake of like adding some spice to his life. But he ends up training like Dr. Frankenstein and like all these like different people that end up being not good. It's very good. That's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's, that's a really fun question. Anti-gump. Sure. (laughs) I'm a real (laughs) anti-gump. Now we need to turn the powers of self-reflection onto the movies we've all just pitched each other because at Jordan Green 1994 says, When's the first time you remember realizing a film or an element of a film was subpar? Ooh, the first time realizing it? Yeah. I think oh. I know my answer. I think mine is For Transformers me, 2. Oh, oof. Man, that movie sucks. <laughs> I remember I remember watching the first Transformers and being like, this is the best thing in the whole world. And then I remember going to see Transformers 2 and being like, why don't I think that was that good? <laughs> I think that was the first time I remember like really being like, hey, wait a second. I have a bar and that did not rise to meet it. <laughs> for I me, I need more for me, it's a movie that I've talked about a million times on this podcast that I saw twice in theaters on the same day. And it's fantastic for rise of the silver surfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine is it. I, I think it's, I'm trying to break it down because I'm sure it would be some visual element. I think I would have picked that up first. Uh, which would mean probably around the time of the movies we're watching now, because we did talk about how like, didn't yeah. Lord of the Rings come out the same year as, as you know, <laughs> right. as uh, Luck of the Irish? So <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that would be, like a subpar movie. I don't think I know how to answer that question. It's also tough because I think I'm the most optimistic. <clears throat> that is true. And I would be, if anyone could try and closely say they've never seen a bad movie, Ultimately, like when you look deep down and get to know the movie, um, <laughs> it wasn't Twilight, but I do remember that being the first one that I went full mystery science theater on and offended <laughs> yeah. people. 
Um, It's got to be something like that. I don't have an answer right now. Uh, I think I did end up being disappointed in Clone Wars. Uh, Not Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones. Mm. Because remember, I I obviously had... I mean, I bought the poster for Phantom Menace. Everybody knows that. Right. But I think at Attack of the Clones, I was like, okay, this one piece can ruin everything. And it was Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, Much like sand. I know. Of course, you're up and irritating. Much, much like sand. Maybe it was was Attack of the Clones. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good question. question. That's it, guys. The box is empty. We box is every empty. Question. The box is empty for today. Wow, that's awesome. Um, talking about like how we view, like our viewings of movies, which that just sounds like a, a bad tagline for two chunks and a hunk. But <laughs> with the discussion that we just had, what do you think is a movie? I want your name. We're closing this. We're closing this episode just like we did the box. I'd love your name to end. I want you <laughs> end your name. I'd love your name to end this episode. And I want you to tell me a movie that if you watched it again, you might think less of it. Ooh. Like on your next watch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm Carter. And because my opinion was so incredibly high the first two times I watched it, I wonder if being separated it, separated from it so long, my opinion would change like more negatively. But uh, Avengers Endgame. Like, I think I would be surprised to still feel so highly about it. I don't know. I, yeah, I've I've watched that pretty recently. I would go ahead and guess that you're going to be fine on that one. Okay, cool. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> My name is Doge, and I'm afraid to watch The Force Awakens again. I look at that movie pretty favorably, but I have not watched it since I knew how it all ended and didn't build to anything. Right. It's Ooh. like early seasons of Game of Thrones where it's like right. I watching that again would actually make me realize that it was a waste of my emotional energy. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm Jordan and uh, I'm I'm afraid to rewatch the first Guardians of the Galaxy mm. because I have seen it a bunch of times and I love it. And I haven't watched it in a long time. And I realized that I am starting to get uh, Marvel cutesy, funny burnout. Like, uh, like yeah. my least favorite parts of a lot of the newer Marvel stuff have been the moments where it veered into that Guardians era area of humor. And I yeah. separate that from like Ragnarok. Ragnarok feels more like very, very specifically Taika. And I'm talking yeah. about the like Chris Pratt brand, who I love, by the way. But I'm not saying that it's his fault. But... I'm a little nervous to go back and rewatch Guardians 1. It, it makes me scared yeah. that I'm going to be like, oh man, this was really funny in 2015. Maybe it's a little mm-hmm. too Andy Dwyer in space. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Which actually sounds pretty great now that you're saying it like that. So, <laughs> Is that the end of the episode? No. Yeah. One, one second. Okay, that's the end. This yeah, is- now, we're, now it's over. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.